0: Hello and welcome to another podcast. It's coach Mark Manila here from eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. It's lovely to be here with you. Apologies if my voice sounds a little bit um, croaky at the moment. Um, having a little bit of difficulty again with the, the throat, but uh, I am still here for now. But we might be having to switch across to the artificial voices again shortly. A uh, Bit of a nightmare, but we soldier on. So um, I have been amazed. Um, Right, staggered actually that's a great word right Um, with the responses that I've been getting to the posts that I've shared so far for November um for the domestic abuse awareness but also I'm expanding it to other types of abuse because let's face it abuse is abuse and um, particularly in the workplace and I do coach many clients worldwide um, and if this is you then I can help you as well um, to deal with toxic work situations okay Um I myself have got great experience of working um, with that type of situation, um, both personally and also professionally navigating that. And so these days I coach about how to manage those situations because unfortunately not all of us are in the position to be able to just leave those working environments. And of course what that does is it takes a huge toll on your stress levels on your mental health and of course then that directly translates into your physical health as we well know so if you think about it most employees don't leave companies right Um, you leave your boss (laughs) it's very rare that you say well you know I actually hate my entire company it's usually if you're going to leave because you're dissatisfied it's often because of the boss management style okay um and it's really sad but you know your team leader your manager can direct directly affect um the way that you you view your career there your opportunities and how motivated you are and you see if you're dealing with a toxic situation then the problem is is that it can just well, drain the life out of you, right? So what do we do about this and, and how do we help you cope? Um, now, really, sometimes it's not an option to leave, right? Um, the only decision if you can't leave is how you handle the destructive relationship yourself. So how you choose to react to it um, and really not to cause unnecessary kind of excitement over this as well at the same time. Try and keep everything to a, a lower level. Um, dealing with a toxic leader, though, can be... Easier said than done. Honestly, I totally feel you and I understand, particularly if they are running the entire company, this is when it becomes a bigger problem and you might not have much choice. You might not have much choice other than to leave, but in a way, um, you may even have a case for constructive dismissal. As long as you've gathered enough evidence over your time there as to how your boss is making it impossible for you to practically do your job properly because of them blocking you and obstructing you, then you can take it to an employment tribunal. And here's the other thing, certainly in the UK, um, if this is something that has happened to you even many years ago... And at the time, perhaps it damaged your mental health to the point where you couldn't function and cope, and then you decided to leave the company. Do know that you can still take this back to a tribunal, even retrospectively. Okay. So that's something you do need to be aware of. Many people aren't aware about that fact. They think, well, okay, a couple of years has gone by. Um, And of course, these companies also think, ah, you know, they got rid of the problem, done and dusted. Think again, it's going to come back to bite them in the ass. And that's a good expression, right? If we say that something is going to bite you on the ass, okay, that's a lovely idiom. It means literally on the bottom, on the backside. So your ass is your bottom, not to be mistaken with an ass that you would um, ride on, a donkey, okay? This is why I think that sometimes um, British English, American English, you know, these expressions can be really confusing, right, okay? So, you know, um, yeah, to bite someone on the ass, to bite them on the bottom, you might say that's more polite maybe, but the the phrase is actually, yeah, to bite them on the ass. okay? So, um, if you think about it, um, I'd like to help you understand some of the potential methods that you can use to deal with the problem, um, but keeping the drama to a bare minimum, because you really don't want to escalate this, all right? So, tip number one. You know, we can't change people. You can change yourself or your reaction, though. So when you're working in a toxic situation, the first thing is to try and seek clarity. okay, and be clear with your communication. Attempt to follow up um, any instructions that you're given from your boss with an email. okay, and work on your ability to use your emotional intelligence. Now, that can be challenging um, because... If you are mentally and psychologically affected by excessive stress from this situation, it can even mean that that emotional intelligence drops as well. So then you, you start to just react. OK, uh, but really you want to try and be the change you want to see in the environment. Um, and, you know, just lead by example yourself, even if your boss is pretty horrible. Um, the problem is, is if you're dealing with a narcissistic boss, particularly a malignant narcissistic boss, they will hate that. They will, then you will see their behavior become even worse. All right. And this is very challenging to have to deal with somebody like that. We're not, you know, a narcissistic boss is not just your regular horrible boss or kind of dysfunctional boss. This is a whole other level um and you know again i think i will do podcasts on that as well to try and help all of you dealing with that situation but reassure yourself that it's nothing personal these people will just see anything good that you're doing and they will get enraged okay um so as much as you want to be the change you want to see the environment if they don't like it prepare for a weird reaction. Okay. It's not something that you're doing wrong. It's them, not you seriously. Um, but let's talk about just standard bosses here who are behaving badly and doing your job. Okay. So just do your job. Um, think strategically about this. All right. Um, many toxic bosses say that data or information doesn't matter. They just want you to follow what they say to do. Okay. Um, use your logic, Just do your job, accept that there are different management styles, and their style is not a reflection of you, as I've just said, but them, all right? That's them, it's not you, all right? So don't take it to heart. One of the biggest um, damaging things that can happen is employees, particularly sensitive employees, who are usually actually highly intelligent. I have to say, Uh, all the clients I've worked with who are struggling um, and taking this personally are really intelligent, smart people. So, you know, you you take it personally, but it's not. It's just a reflection of your boss, not them. It's not a criticism of you as a person, an entire human being. Okay, there may be elements of your work that needs to improve. We're not saying that you can now just ignore any constructive criticism from your boss, but it should be done in a a nice way, in a civilized way, a respectful way, not an abusive way. Okay, and that is the difference. Um, Learning what doesn't work... Okay, is just as important as knowing what does. Okay, Um, and when you think about it, what is the truth for a toxic boss is not actually fact. Okay, because um, how can I put it? They live in a different reality, and if that is their world, then you're kind of stuck partly involved in the world, but you don't have to engage deeply, all right, just accept that they have a different style, they don't know what they're probably talking about, if it seems that the rest of your colleagues and the team are also having the same problem. This is important, because as long as you check with your colleagues as well, you can keep your sanity. The problem happens if you're working, sadly, in a very small business, where it's just you and that boss. Or you and maybe one other person. Alright? This is the problem because we almost get to like a, a cult-like status where that boss is running the entire gig. Listen to that expression, running the gig, okay? It means running the show. That's another idiom. So if we run the show, you basically they are in charge of everything. So running the show, running the gig, the gig is like the activity, the show, okay, doing a gig. If you play a gig, in entertainment terms, you're playing a concert, right? If you are doing a gig, um, it can also mean like, oh, I've got a gig. It means I've got some work. If you're an electrician, you're a freelancer, I've got a gig this week. All right, I've picked up some work. All right, so that's how you would use those types of expressions and idioms. Um, So yeah, if they are running the gig, running the entire show in the office, and it's only you and them, it's very hard for you to get any reality check. And for another colleague to say, you know what, this person's there, there's there's a problem with them, it's not you, I have the same problem, okay, so try and reach out, try and find solidarity with your fellow colleagues, if there aren't any fellow colleagues, then speak to somebody, Um, there's many helplines available these days, you can just ring up and speak to someone anonymously about anything, um, and try and get a reality check, and see, get another person's point of view, all right, okay, it's going to help you keep focus, and really just keep, um, how can I put it, keep a positive intention all right and try to give feedback on the situations to your boss i know it's difficult um but when you recognize actually your boss is probably behaving like this because they're really insecure right Many bad or poor behaviors are because somebody is totally insecure. they lash out they behave badly I'm not excusing it. there is no excuse for abuse, whether it be in the the personal sphere or the professional sphere okay um, or even in society. just because um, we have insecurity does not mean we can then lash out at other people with our words are manipulations are coercion okay it is not acceptable that is abusive and and you know it's important that we talk about this and keep talking about this um, because these types of behaviors make life hell for everybody else just to suffer these intolerable people to be fair listen to those words intolerable okay what is intolerable well to tolerate means to bear yeah to accept to cope with something it doesn't mean you like it So intolerable is unbearable, unacceptable, okay, not copable with, okay. So these intolerable people, they are kind of, their behavior has reached the point it is unacceptable, okay, but it's still having an impact. Um, So really, just always try to assume a positive intent that maybe this person is, is just misunderstanding something. Perhaps if you spoke to them, it could change things. Now, again, I have to keep saying this. With a narcissistic person, this will not really be very effective right? Um, it's a whole other conversation when you're dealing with a narcissistic boss, trust me. Um, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. There's a nice expression. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, all right? It basically means, oh my goodness, if you want to speak to me about that, I could tell you loads, all right? So um, that's what it means. It means I have got so much experience in that that, you know, it's coming out of my ears. Listen to the these expressions, right? How can you use these, all right? So, if a boss says to you, maybe, can you manage this project, and you say, yeah, I can do that, and they say, are you sure, say, yep, yeah, don't worry, I've done this before in my previous job, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, in fact, I've got so much experience, I've got it coming out of my ears, right, so it literally means you've got so much inside of you that it's now pouring out of your, you know, your ear, ears, All right. okay. I uh, don't know why we say pouring out of our ears, but I guess it's because our ears are kind of attached to the side of our head where our brain is, so it's to signify our knowledge. But honestly, why don't we say it's pouring out of my eyes, right? <laughs> I don't know, because equally we read stuff and take in knowledge and our eyes are close to our brain too, but we decided on ears. So there you go, that's, that's a funny one, it's pouring out of my ears. All right, so um, yeah, but try to assume that maybe they are misguided, perhaps they need some assistance. So as I say, if, you, if it's a narcissistic person, it will not work this will be worse. Um, But normal, just badly behaving bosses, it can help. So try to assume that they are having positive intentions. Use your emotional intelligence, um, which is hard sometimes, um, to have a conversation with them. Um, Perhaps they don't understand how this action is impacting you. You know, bring up the issue with a lot of clarity. Stay away from emotion. Uh, and just remember that regardless of what happens in that conversation, that you do have control over how you react. All right. Okay. So try to rise above your emotions to reach a common understanding. That's really important, but sometimes quite hard to do. And as I say, if you're with someone who's narcissistic, they will just try to escalate it. They will attack you. Um, be prepared for that. If you've got one of those bosses, it can happen. And that is hard to stay emotionally centered, particularly if you've been um, mentally affected over, you know, months of working with this person already. All right. So be very careful. Try to record um, if you can, um, like details of what you spoke to them about. Write it down in an email afterwards so you've got some evidence. This is the one piece of advice I would give to anybody dealing with um, a toxic situation, particularly if you're unsure how this is going to work out. Keep a record of everything right? Keep a record of you said this to the boss, this is what they agreed to do, but then they didn't follow through. These were the suggestions that you made, Um, but um, they blocked them, and you want that written evidence. The reason you want that written evidence is if, God forbid, you should have to leave and it's constructive dismissal, you want to be able to have that information to hand so you can prove it to the, the tribunal and show, look, How many times did I try to do this? Look at their behaviour. Look at their reactions, okay? Um, You really want to document as much as possible. I know it sounds ridiculous to have to do that, but if you really feel that you are going to end up in that situation, it's best to do this. Also, make sure that that information is copied also to your personal email address as well. So you have a copy, obviously, that's sent on the company servers, but bear in mind that if you were literally taken out of the company overnight because your boss decides to spit their dummy, that's a good expression, spitting their dummy, like a baby, right, a dummy is a pacifier, all right, dummy is British English, pacifier is American English, it's what you give a baby to soothe, right, they suck on it and it quite stops them from screaming a lot anyway so the theory goes although most babies spit them out right and if they spit the dummy out they start screaming again right okay they're not soothed, they're not pacified right okay and if your boss is a spitting dummy crying baby which many narcissistic bosses sadly are they're like they've got i i hate to generalize here but after experiencing a couple of these i would have to say that yeah you know, the emotional intelligence is about that of a small child and even then that's disrespectful to small children. So, um, (laughs) you've got to treat them as such really. All right. But the problem is, is that they can do a lot of damage because they're in adult roles. And this is why, you know, it's like giving your child, um, access to everything and letting them run it with their emotions. It's really bad. But anyway, if your boss spits their dunny and decides you're gone, and says, you're gone now, you're fired for whatever reason, okay, you want to take them to tribunal because it's grossly unfair and in just what they've done and illegal without any uh, procedures... Um, the problem is if all of your evidence is on the server there okay that's a problem because they'll lock you out of your system so what you want to do is copy everything everything you can um, either download it where you can or send it to your personal email address seriously I'm not talking obviously about company secrets here you've got to be very careful what you're doing I am not a legal advisor there's my disclaimer get advice on this before you do it but yeah where it is legal in your country to do this forward copies of your own personal correspondence You sent to that boss detailing grievances, suggestions, follow up plans, and their replies, either showing that they backed it or blocked it or whatever it is, to a personal address. Okay. Also, bear that in mind that you might want to take that out of your sent items folder. Um, because you just don't want your boss snooping around in your email, seeing that you're now sending correspondence to your personal address, all right, okay? Um, like I say, I'm not talking about sending or having problems with sending stuff that is confidential company information. That's totally unacceptable, and I'm not condoning and supporting that. But what I am doing is saying, if it is key information showing you try to have this conversation with your boss... Or this is what you suggested, but they blocked it. And they're going to then use that to dismiss you, saying you didn't do this project. You can show, with that evidence, I did, but they blocked it. All right? Okay, so that's really, really important. Bear in mind, though, that some people can obviously see on servers when stuff has been sent, even if you have removed it from your sent item. So you need to get technical advice on how best to do that. So try and have that candid conversation. If it doesn't work, then you have to accept that this is them and this is kind of, frankly, um, their attitude. All you can do is decide to look at your own values, that's the next step, and think, well, look, I can't control how they show up to work, but I can control how I show up. And that's really where your locus of control is. That's a nice word, locus of control means where your power is, okay? Where you have the most power. So, really, stay consciously aware of your mission and purpose in your life with that company, if it's possible okay try to learn and adapt if you can you know toxic bosses do exist and working for them is kind of inevitable at times um so as much as we want to try and take out the toxicity these people are always going to pop up at times if it's not work it will be somewhere else in life so just recognize and really just accept that this is their communist communication style try to understand how they communicate um and the better you're able to adapt and prepare for more effective conversations with them, okay? And ask them how they would like for you to communicate to them. Build some level of trust between the two of you. Even though I know it's very hard, you're basically being the adult and they're being the child. But you got to do that if you want to stay at this company. I'm saying, okay? Then that's really important. Um, if you don't want to stay at this company, then that's a different, different conversation, right? Okay. Um, Become a trusted partner with your boss if you can. So toxic leaguers often, as I say, they are operating from a feeling of fear. They have very poor communication skills. So in a way, it's by helping to calm their fears by becoming that trusted partner. Um, A strong trusted partner proactively communicates important information. You know, you can maintain a focus on the outstanding tasks um, so that you can keep on schedule and consciously really decide not to engage in any of their drama or gossips right just keep very very loyal and calm and solid okay um in a way think about like you are just dealing with a small child really aren't you i mean let's face it and Honestly speaking, whether you should be expected to adjust and adapt, I I think, you know, quite frankly, it seems that we are accepting these bad behaviours. I'm still all for trying to get rid of these bad behaviours in the first place. We don't want toxic bosses in the first place, right? These tips I'm giving you here, um, personally speaking, are my survival tips to cope if you are stuck in that situation, but honestly, my, my actual professional and personal opinion is... Nobody should have to be faced with working with that type of environment. You're best off trying to get yourself out of there or sideways moving the company to another department where this boss isn't there. Okay, Um, Try to focus on helping and not judging. That's hard, right? But look at how you can make a difference or lead others to focus on what you can impact well and shift your mindset to positivity. But that is really hard to do. I appreciate if you are broken down and burnt out by this horrible boss. Okay, But if you can try and get the whole team to successfully shift their mindset um, and everybody decides to disengage with this boss, then the toxic manager just doesn't have an audience anymore for the drama. Nobody's going to react. So try and get your colleagues on side. Try to get them all lifted up. That's difficult to do. It's what I do in team coaching, but we try to raise the whole level, the emotional intelligence of the team so that this toxic boss just now no longer has anybody looking. It's like a toddler throwing a tantrum, right? If everybody ignores the toddler, in the end they're like, well, there's no point in me doing this, right? I better go do something else, all right? Okay. Don't take it personally. Ultimately, I right? Really, don't. I know it's easy for me to say, but frankly speaking, it is their personal, like, character. All right. As long as you're putting 100 into your work, just acknowledge that their toxicity is their problem, not yours. Okay. Try to get solidarity and support. You know, um, reach out to others. Even if you, you know, working one on one with a boss go online to forums, try and find a collective community of other people dealing with this, okay, who are positive, not negative, okay. Um, as I said, if there's a way that you want to move up, okay, find ways to get ahead then by showing the other managers in the organization your value. Create a personal network and professional network inside your company with those managers, all right, and try and get an invite into their department. Go and offer to shadow a team member for a couple of days on your days off or whatever, right, or if your company allows you to do just extra days somewhere go and do it because then you might be able to apply for an internal position and get the hell out of that current situation um, also create a professional network outside of your work okay um, that's really important to try and get a sideways move or outside move control your reactions all right so don't respond with a lot of high drama back very hard to do if you're psychologically disturbed with this particular boss. By that point, it's probably gone too far. But look, you don't have to agree with everything they do and say, all right? Um, it doesn't matter whether your response is to agree or disagree. Just react professionally, respectfully, and positively, and this will keep the drama and noise low, okay? Really important. Also, set boundaries, right? Again, as we keep saying, you can't control what they do you can choose how you respond. So keep the relationship strictly professional. Interact just when necessary. No more. Um, manage expectations for each interaction. If your boss always re- behaves badly, expect it's going to keep on going on, right? Okay. Um, if, as I said, it's severely toxic and you can't do your job and preserve your health, it's time to look for a new opportunity. Um, and I would say to you, as I say, you shouldn't have to tolerate any of this. The problem can be um, it's quite... Minimal that this should happen. But if you're working with somebody where it is, you are in a partnership with them and you happen to also, you know, this happens a lot in like uh, husband and wife teams, um, girlfriend, boyfriend teams, you know, boyfriend, boyfriend teams, you know, let's be honest, the LGBTQ inclusive here, um, then We have a situation whereby sometimes you are stuck in a very unhealthy situation there. That is harder, okay? Harder to deal with, but again, not impossible, but it is more damaging. Um, Try to avoid them as much as possible. This is hard again if you're living with them, all right? So if we're talking about a family business, much harder again, all right? But if not, then try to just avoid them as much as possible. Only seek to communicate with them um, as and when you really need to for your job, okay? Um, And also, it it forces you to seek out others, all right, as well, okay? So build those networks, document everything, and remember this. Please, please remember this. It's not personal, all right? When working with a toxic boss, just do an amazing job. Document everything, all right? Follow up written communication. um, Sorry, follow up with written communication. um, Confirming the expectations set by your toxic colleague, all right? And use data to support your decisions, right? And as I said, if you're finding that stress is getting ridiculously high, is affecting your health, it may be time to bring it, you know, to a close, to move out of there, or Highlight it to HR if there's a HR department or somebody else who can do something, okay, who will deal with it. But again, I know that's easier said than done. I've got, as I mentioned before, fantastic student at the moment in a very difficult position. Um, She really loves the company she's at. It's a big company very well known. Um, but her team and manager and situation, they will not remove her from working with a toxic colleague. Um, but she's trying a lot of these tactics and doing an extremely good job of trying to get another move into another department, um, which will take her away from this person. She's hanging on in there and using these tactics. In the meantime, is kind of like first aid, really. Um, but don't stay in this situation forever, right? You cannot tolerate that permanently. All right. So good luck, everybody. If you're dealing with toxic bosses, abusive uh, situations like that should not be allowed to happen. They do happen. And hopefully this has given you some wonderful words and idioms, whilst also giving you some fantastic strategies to try and save yourself. Um, if you need any help with this, if you want a coaching session, the first 30 minutes is free of charge. You can get that by following my links down below. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. You're welcome.
1: Hello everybody and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And um, check out that at ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching, and would like to discuss your plans, then you can